Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Bel Air Radio right here on Sirius XM Channel 142, HBCU. We have a great show for you today. We're going to be doing highlights from our fall ACES programs. And if you don't know what ACES is, ACES stands for Academic Cultural Enrichment Series. And we can go now to the JMS studio with Biani Washington and me, and you can hear more about it. Hey everybody, welcome to Aces in Retrospect, our last Aces of the 2022 fall season. This is Professor Lipscomb here with Biani Washington, and we've got a panel that's joining us. You can see to our right, who do we have here? Nuseba, wave to everybody, Nuseba. And the person that put everything together, Reverend Dr. Natalie McLean. Dr. McLean, how are you doing today? Nuseba. I'm doing very well. Thank that, you. That's why I was going to say, I want to hear your voice. Nuseba, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? And we also have Zakaya here. So, Biani, you're a tech enabled student, right? I am. Okay. Where is Biani here today? On campus. On campus. And then where is everybody else gone? Online. Off campus. What is it like being in the other universe? Um, I like it. It's more impersonable, I guess you could say. I get to get a better experience, you know? Yeah, and uh, what does it feel like being on campus? Campus is all empty. Um, Campus is cold. I mean, <laughs> I like it warm at my house. It's cold, but it's got a, like, friendly type of vibe to it. Biani, do you even know the history of ACES? You, you were a middle college student here. Right. But I wonder, do you know the history of ACES? I do not know the history of Facebook. Who do you think might know the most out of all of the people in Zoom here and all of the people that are on our panel and you and me, who do you think the person that knows the most about ACES is? I think Reverend McLean may know a lot about ACES. Do you want to ask her? Maybe she could give us a little bit of history about that? Um, yeah, I can. So, Reverend McLean, can you tell us a little bit about ACES and the history of it? The history of the ACES is a series of programs that was coordinated because it was believed that women needed more than just book learning, is what it was called back in the day. That women needed to be well-rounded, not only academically, but also socially and culturally. So as we, as our form of ACES is in this day, it continues with that tradition and it's an opportunity for young women to present themselves or continue to learn how to present themselves in the most appropriate way to continue to build their business wardrobe for life not only here at Bennett but for life after Bennett and for her to cultivate her public speaking skills. It is our hope that many of our students will have opportunities not only to help to coordinate an ACES program but to be an actual participant because it's kind of like practicing here at home before you go out into the world it is our hope, too, that will help the young women to build their confidence. So that's a little bit of the history of ACES and the purpose of ACES. Well, do you remember the first year that it had the name ACES? I guess it goes back to when you were in school here, Reverend McLean. It was called Chapel? Well, we had Chapel, and then we did have ACES, which was the Academic Cultural Enrichment Series. And even as a, as a uh, staff member here, when I first started, ACES was twice a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 11 o'clock. So, so things have changed over time. So it was called ACES even before you got here as a staff member? 
It was. It absolutely was. Yes. I, and um, was, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that that you wanted all of the students here to be in charge of their own aces. Because you know we're going to be able to play some highlights later from Nuseba's program, where she actually was in charge of her own aces. But um, before we do that, I just want to ask you to now, Reverend McLean, how long have you been doing the aces? In other words, that's been your responsibility here, Bennett, to be in charge of that. I think it's been about six years now. Okay, and then Nuseba. And then how long have you been involved in aces? And and Zakai, you're you're not a marshal. Is that correct? You're a frequent frequent uh, guest at ACES. So yes, but this year I have been volunteering here and there whenever New Saber does ask for volunteers, but I'm not like a, a consistent marshal. Okay. Just when New Saber ropes you into it. Okay, so you yes, all- I appreciate it better. <laughs> give our audience a behind the scenes. Do you think Reverend McLean is good at this running ACES? And I wanna hear maybe a couple of specific stories. Yes, of course. I feel as though like Reverend McLean knows the order and knows the timely fashion of how things should run with ACES. So it's things run so smoothly and she allows, she gives you like the confidence to run ACES. Like, this is my first year being head marshal and I recently returned back to ACES. So getting the ball rolling was a little nerve wracking, but once we met and I went, we went over all the things that I would need to do and the things that I need to say at the end and beginning of ACES, I quickly got the hang of things. So I feel like she definitely knows what she's doing and she's definitely doing a great job when it comes to ACES. And these events this year have been great, so I can't wait for us to replay the highlights. And we're going to go in and pull some highlights from your program. And while I'm doing that, will you just give everybody a little background about that ACES, which a lot of people said was their favorite? I wrote and directed a musical um, based upon the Broadway musical Dream Girls. And it was called Green Girls. And it was just a fundamental informational. I wanted it to be relatable to um, alums, current bells, future bells, whoever watch on the internet or therefore, so I just felt like I really wanted to do something impactful to get the message. And Zakaya did so good, did so good as Leanne. I knew she would do so good in her role. So that was super fun directing all of my green girls and my green team members and having them step out their comfort zones. I really want to shout out my green team members because they were so dedicated during um, that term. We had crazy um, tests and finals, work study, we had everything, and we still pulled together to like practice two to three hours a day. And we all showed up and we were committed, and all the girls fit in the rows, and you can see that in the play if you ever watch it back. Or well, we're, we're gonna watch it, we're gonna watch a highlight right now, Nuseba, but I do wanna take, take exception with one thing you said. Wasn't Zakaya the one that was littering the campus and not recycling? Yes. Okay. So, so let's not let's not shout praise on her yet until we see how this thing plays out. All right, everybody. Okay. Here's some highlights from Green Girls by uh, Nuseba and the Green Team and our own crew here at Bennett College. I'm so over this like. Oh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> she just after I picked up all of this. Is this is this what I have done? What have we done? We are suffering as a community. 
We don't know what's in the water that we drink or the air that we breathe. Maybe she kind of did learn her lesson. From yeah. These toxins, and it all starts with something like this. the song our advisor dr hayes we were uh planning our our second annual black woman in climate change event and she wanted something creative and she wanted something out of the box and then she was like yeah like let's think of something and i was thinking green girls let's do green girls and then i just started singing the songs we were all on the zoom and i just started singing and freestyling the song and then i remembered it and then i wrote it down and then me and the other two green girls um Tyrena and Nevaeh, um, you see in the video when we did our routine. We um, went over to Tyrena's house, I wrote out the script, I read it over it. I'm like, okay, what do you guys think about this? What do you think about this character's name? Do we know anybody I did it with this name? We can't pick. So it was just that whole thing. It was, it just came to me and I had to put it on paper. And one of the first programs of the year was the first ceremony. Y'all remember what the first big ceremony was on campus? Convocatum. A convocatum. And uh, I want to play some highlights from this year's convocatum. Then I want to ask some of you, Biani and Nuseba and Zakaya, if y'all can remember back to your first convocatum and what that was like. And, and right now, let's take us over to the chapel and uh, let's listen to some comments that President Walsh had during this convocatum program of 2022. So we see each of you. And we love each of you. You may, before you arrived here, you may have been counted out. You may have been the, one of the few black girls who served. You may be the person whose parents taught them vintage or retro video games, and now that's your thing too. By the way, I know an alum who is going to take you on and miss Pac-Man, so just get ready. Maybe you're the first person in your family, or your high school, or your community to go to college. Maybe it's you who counted yourself out for not being fill in the blank. Well, you're here now, and we have just counted you in. How does it feel when people count you in? <laughs> Real good, right? Well, this would probably be a good time to, to go to Alicia Rose, who's just joined us. Alicia Rose, you did your convocatum here this year, right? Um, well, first, convocatum, I want to say, would be one of the most highlighted events as a freshwoman. Um, it was a very great experience to not only write my name in the book, but actually be initiated as a Ben and Bell, to be recognized as a Ben and Bell. Um, I would say... President Walsh, as I officially call her, Sister Prez, her words at Kamakotum, um, I would say she always knows what to say in the event. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think she did the right thing when she made a moment to where she pointed out how we may feel about 
being not only a fresh woman, but a new person in a new surrounding, because we have a lot of students who are not from North Carolina area. Um, or even if we are just being in a new environment, and she made that, you know, be clear that, hey, like you might have a different upbringing than a lot of people. Your style might be different, but we accept that here. You know, like we love that here, we embrace that here, and that's the whole reason why we're called sisterhood. So yeah. So, so that you identified with those remarks? I did not like specifically when she was like, um, you know, surfing. I don't know how to surf. Um, <laughs> not yet. But I would say um, the video games. I would say my parents definitely did introduce me to a lot of vintage and retro video games, uh, vintage and retro style. I would say traditions. So I definitely understood how it felt to be a person who was born into like Gen Z, but has a very, very traditional upbringing. So I definitely understood that. Yeah, it's funny. Um, old people like me are always trying to get younger people to play their older video games like Miss Pac-Man. You know, they even have a place in town called The Boxcar, where it's like a whole barcade full of old video games. So it's funny that your parents make you, uh, make you do that. Uh, I wonder if, if we could talk Biani and the rest of you. Did was there anything that you remember back from your convocata? Um, I remember buying the dress. My mom getting me a white dress, and me coming to school, waiting in line at the gym, and walking to the chapel and thinking that this is a long line, and I wonder if I'm really going to see my name in the book. <laughs> well, that's the problem of having a last name in the W's, isn't it? Yeah, so I, I was patient about it, and when they called my name, I was just kind of felt honored because they had the women up there with their pearls, and I shook their hand and put my finger on the book, made it look like I was doing something, and went back to my seat. Oh, very neat. Well, Angela Nettles out there, she was laughing in, in emojis uh, when you called her Sister Prez, Alicia Rose. And then uh, Gertrude says, I love that she imitated everyone when taking pictures with them. She showed that Bennett is, a flexi is flexible and that there's a place for everyone. So uh, just real quickly, the rest of you, Zakaya and Nuseba, what did you think? Can you remember anything back around about your convocata? I mean, um, I can just talk about like how surreal it felt leading the convocata, being a head marshal and leading like Aces um, for their convocata my senior and thinking back on my freshman year, it just felt so surreal. And I think that watching the freshwoman go through this experience, it really put my freshwoman experience in perspective for me. I mean, when I was going through the whole um, convocata and honors and, and all these traditions, white breakfasts, it just felt like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is for real. I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, I can't, what does this all mean? You don't know what it becomes and what what actually the alma mater means until you get to towards the end of your academic career. So I feel like I can really speak on watching them this year. It just really made me feel grateful and it really made me feel so curious and hopeful for how all the um, fresh women will come to be once their senior year arrives and how they'll maybe be in my position and watch the fresh women come about and be like, wow. So, yeah. Very cool. What about you, Zakai? So my convocatum was um, virtual. My first year, my freshman year was virtual because that's when COVID had hit. But um, 
Bennett always does a good job with making sure that you feel like you are you are a Bennett Bell. So um, I remember getting my pearls, my set of pearls. They sent every fresh woman a set of pearls and earrings and a pair of pearl earrings. Um, but like that gesture just meant so much because it showed that despite, you know, despite these hard times that we're going through, Bennett will do what they feel like is necessary in order to make you feel like you're still a Bennett Bell no matter what. So. Well, Jessica Parks, who I think is in your class, she says, yes, I agree. So what I would like to do now is transition a little bit. We had a lot of fun during ACES, and there was one moment, I think, that this uh, semester that was really a very powerful moment where we heard from a speaker who had been at Bennett College and had gone through a great deal in her life um, to, to achieve success, and we had a chance to hear from her. Do any of you remember that particular program? Yes, that was, um, I'm so glad you brought up that ACES because that was amazing. Um, I ended up buying her memoir as well, but that was just such, um, that was such, and her story was so empowering to see, you know, that despite the things that she went through at home, um, she powered through and, and put herself through school. And I had the honor of being able to introduce her. Um, but it was wonderful. It was one of my favorite aces too, so I'm so glad you brought that up. We have so many aces, it's hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> but yes, that was great. And Zakaya's talking about Barbara Johnson, former Bennett College student, and she came to do the keynote speech at our Founders Day. Zakaya, you think they would enjoy hearing um, one of the moments from that program? Oh, most definitely. He took a step closer to me and asked, do you have a clue who you're talking to? I'm your daddy, and I tell you what you can and can't do. He turned around and looked at the shotgun hanging on the doorpost several inches above his head. I looked up at the shotgun and trembled. I was petrified, but something in my gut said, start walking. I tilted my head toward mom and slowly started toward the door. I will help plant tobacco when I return from school. I will work half the night. I will work all day Saturday and Sunday in the fields, but not today. I heard the bus coming near to our house and knew I only had a few minutes to get to the bus stop. Blinding tears flooded my eyes and rolled down my face. I stopped walking when I reached the doorknob. I visualized my body lying on the floor, blown into tiny pieces. My stomach made rumbling noises and it ate. Mama rushed to me just as I lifted my hand to open the door. Put your books down, just put your books down. She grabbed my arm. Child, you can't go against your daddy. I jerked my arm away and tried to speak. The fear I felt was so great. I thought everything was standing still. Somehow I managed a cracking whisper. Mama, bury me in Hamel Baptist Church and send Jesus keep me near the cross if daddy kills me. Because either I go to school today or I die today is one or the other. Well, he didn't kill me. 
Wow, what a powerful story, and what a neat moment there at the end when she said, well, he didn't kill me, I'm here, and that crowd in the chapel really came alive. Um, anybody want to add anything to that moment? I just think that it's the inspiration to see a casket and veil come back to her illustrious HBCU and come be a keynote speaker and share her life story. And have a book about it too and inspire others that she can that can relate to her. Like we in the chapel, we all could relate to her. We could feel her and we could understand. And I think that's just an inspiration, especially as a graduating senior, that even though you're leaving your HBC, you can always come back and do more. Yeah, I, I always wonder sometimes as a professor, you know, when I hear that story, sometimes you don't know what the students are going through. And it makes me think, oh my gosh, you know, how do I figure it out? Maybe you have this feeling as a student. How do I know if the students that are going through what um, Barbara must have been going through as a student? And then how do you reach out and help them? So uh, that, that was really neat. And I want to just kind of keep moving from there. Now, you said you have the book, Zakaya. Yes, um, we were able to buy it after our ACES. Okay, so check that book out by Barbara Johnson. She said you can pick it up on Amazon. And again, as we mentioned before, all of these programs can be accessed through our YouTube channel. Um, and that was a very, very powerful moment. We also had some fun this semester. Um, what program, there was a program where we didn't even maybe dress up as we normally would in ACES because there was gonna be some dancing. So before I play you a clip of that, now uh, I noticed when one of the funny parts about my job, Bianni, when I'm setting the video up, I noticed that the, what do the marshals have to do when people go walking in? Um, they, they have to make sure everybody's dressed right. Oh, well, yeah. So uh, Nuseba, I wonder if you can talk about that job, if that's hard, and maybe if you're enjoying having a break from not having to worry about dress code as much here on Zoom. Yes. I love not wearing a dress code on Zoom, but I still am representing. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> representing Benny. I'm still representing you and them. But, um, but you have to enforce yeah, this dress code at ACES, don't you? One more time, sorry. You have to enforce dress code at ACES, right? Make I sure do. that. And I feel like. That can't like be easy. I feel like enforcing dress code is really not hard. You just have to learn how to redirect in a healthy way and communicate respectfully. If you help your sister out and you know, and you come from a genuine place and you want to see them win and you want to see them get their points, even though the um, the content is more important than the credit, as Rev will say, you know, it, it's not that hard. As long as you're not being rude about it, mean, or making them feel like, you know, it should be no issue. Okay, so you on Zoom, we're going to give you a break. Nuseba won't be redirecting you any on your dress code today. And uh, in honor of that, we want to take you to a moment. Reverend McLean, I even saw you dancing a little bit during this program. Do you remember that one? I do. That was so much fun. I really had a good time. And maybe this would be a, a good clip to end with. This is our international aces where students have been at college, did a little bit of dancing. So I want to play this clip. And then I'm going to close after this clip with some of just a few last comments or memories from this semester's ACEs. So be thinking about that as we watch this clip.
All right, so that was a fun program, and we wanted to play you some highlights of that. And we've got about five minutes left. I wonder maybe starting with you, Alicia Rose, talk a little bit about some of your best memories of the semester and maybe your hopes for 2023. Um, memories? I would say, first of all, I would say the Global Studies ACES is like my favorite ACES. Um, did you dance at all? Did you dance I at did. all? I did. I danced, I danced on stage when Lucy did her performance. Um, Lucy's performance was the most I loved. Um, memories of ACES. I think all ACES was really um, inspiring. It was fun. It was teachable, especially uh, when they welcomed us with the handshake um, ACES. That like the first ACES when they taught us how to create the handshake. Um, I really loved that they did that because Handshake has given me a lot of opportunities as a freshman. So it, Handshake actually introduced me to Disney on Yard. So I attended like the virtual Disney on Yard uh, as, as a freshman. So I really, I really loved that. Any final thoughts, Biani? Um, I didn't know ACES was this fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm online, so I kind of get a little bit of taste of it. Were you dancing from your house? Yeah, they said get up and dance, so I started <laughs> dancing with them. And Zakaya, what about you? Any final thoughts? Yes, I have thoroughly enjoyed all of our ACEs um, for this fall. Um, and like I said before, just having the opportunity to finally be on campus and really be a part of them has been so, it's been so in, in, inform, in, informative, inspirational, um, and just overall such a great experience to be a part of it. Okay, what about you, Naseba? Hey, okay. I want to touch on the ACES event with uh, mental health. I feel like that was my number one top ACES because it is very important. And we need to talk about mental health in our communities, um, healthy coping strategies, and how we can support one another. And I think that my hopes for 2023 is that all women have been in college find ways to cope with stress, anxiety, and depression. Because we all, as, as black women, it is very easy to fall into that rabbit hole and to feel unmotivated. So my hopes is also just to be a better Miss Royal Blue and White and support all of my sisters through this and finding themselves and getting back to the it girl they want to be ideally and putting that to motion. So yes, really more work around mental health. This has been a pretty good uh, live ACES program. I appreciate you coming on to campus. Yeah. And I think we want to give Reverend McLean the last word. Maybe she can talk to us a little bit about what's coming up in the year 2023 and share any last thoughts. We really appreciate you, Reverend McLean, for putting everything together this semester. And, and uh, I, I think I told you this uh, offline, um, ACES has never been better. And I think a lot of that is you and your team. Well, I am thankful to God, first and foremost, and thankful to the students. I cannot, I'm so excited to watch Miss Royal and White, Miss Maseba, just blossom over time. And I appreciate her leadership. I thank all of the marshals who invest their time, whether it's for the full series or when your schedule permits. Thank you, students, for taking the time to invest in yourselves by participating in ACES. Yeah, but what we want you to do is pick up the nuggets that we are laying out for you. You may not need them now, but they will serve you well down the road. So if there's anything I can assist you with, whether it's ACES related or not, feel free to just reach out, email, text, or um, give me a phone call. But thank you so much for 
becoming the young women that you are. Thank you for tuning in this week to Bel Air Radio right here on Sirius XM channel 142. And we want you to tune in every Wednesday at 430 right here so you can share the holiday spirit with us.